This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Love is, love is, love is, love is Hello there. Happy Hope Day. Gloria and Julia show. I talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Thanks so much for joining us. Got a good show lined up for you today. So uh, stick around. Don't touch that radio. Please. Don't touch Hi. that dial, everybody. Why would they even I think know. about it's, it? It's just, you can't. Okay, so my girlfriend's in Seattle mm-hmm. who, um, you know, one of them I haven't seen in a very, very long time. I listen to you on Saturdays. Another girlfriend. I listen to you most of the week. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just That's so nice. funny. Hey, I love it. I ran into uh, Melissa. Shout out to her at Dr. Windmillers today because I got the Zoom. Mm-hmm. And we. Lori has white. My teeth are so white. Yeah. They're so We're white. Get even whiter in two white. weeks. I but can't believe this. So, okay, yeah. So somehow I, it comes out. She, her childhood dentist was the dentist I worked for for two months. Stop. The summer of 10th grade, Dr. B.C. Amundsen, and he was really old. I mean, he was old when I worked for him. He was like 85. She said, he made me terrified of dentists. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because he, and, and there was like three brothers, the Amundsen, but they were all dentists. And I worked for the the father the of the, the three of them. And I mean, I was mixing up, uh, you know, mercury, mercury in the cavities. little palette. And I was, had my hands in the mud. And I got paid $2 an hour. I worked for OEA. I joined OEA of America. Is- Office Education Association. <laughs> and then you could get jobs, little jobs, little summer jobs. And I got paid $2 an hour. Oh. I know. That's I mean, where- that's pretty scary when you think about who was you were mixing mercury and stuff. Oh, I had my hands in people's right. mouth. I'm sure that was not oh, legal. Is this why I'm you've had always had the fear of dentists? Because no, of that your comes experience? from being an Air Force brat, and I think living overseas and the people who were dentists were probably learning how to be dentists. Sure, yeah, juniors, as it were, yeah, junior juniors, dentists, as it were. Oh, dentists in training. I know. Mm-hmm. So I just thought, you know, because um, yesterday I told you guys that one of the things that we, I mean, you go to New Orleans and you're going there to party and have fun and everything. But we did on Monday, we went to this World War II museum. And since today is the 74th anniversary of D-Day. Yes. Next year will be a lot more because it's the 75th anniversary. I just kind of felt like I didn't, we were kind of running out of time. I you know, both all, I think all three of us, we do enjoy, like if you do travel, it is fun. Like you did your, the underground. Oh, I love it is fun to do these history these, moments. Yes. yes. And, and, um, yeah. this museum was, it was just so amazing. And, um, it's the World War II museum. Yeah. The uh-huh. World War II museum, it right, right down to right in, in New Orleans. And, 
um, the way they did the museum with the, they have one section devoted to uh, D-Day, which by the way, what does the D in D-Day stand for? Declaration. I thought it said for nothing. Yeah, it simply stands for day. Yeah. It was just used to identify the start of the military invasion. And I told you how surprised both your brothers and I were that it was two years in the planning day and that they faked out Hitler by building, having Hollywood help them build fake tanks, fake boats, uh, airplanes, fake dropping. They called them Ruperts, paratroopers. Wow. They were dummies. They were dummies. Dummies on parachutes. On parachutes oh. to try and fake, fake out. And so Hitler moved all the people off of, you know, we know Omaha Beach. And yes. mm-hmm. we think of Normandy, but there was Juno Beach and yes. Sword, Sword all Beach. these beaches. Yep. And it was the Utah. Eng- yeah, it was the English, the Americans, and, Canadians. and the Canadians. Mm-hmm. And um, Dwight Eisenhower, it was really kind of cool. He com- was the commander and he had to make a decision about the weather. They had just a break in the weather about being able to get yep. in there mm-hmm. without the, the fog and, and right. the, yeah and yeah. everything and so they had he had they had a copy of the note that he wrote that was printed that was given to every soldier so they had the original one at this museum and a lot of soldiers hmm. kept this declaration what and, did it say well just at the the eyes of the world are upon you and liberty loving people everywhere march with you and your bark to uh, embark on the Great Crusade, and if if this fails, it's it's you know will be my fault. He very much felt that, but the note was more you know to get going, and uh, um, you know less than a year after D Day is when uh, Hitler took his life and Nazi Germany surrendered. Mm-hmm. So right. it was yeah. it was huge, but um, you know uh, four thousand soldiers died that day, mm-hmm. most of them twenty and younger. Mm-hmm. And um, and up to twenty thousand French civilians died in the bombing. Wow, that happened. But it 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 changed the course because it pushed the Nazi troops back to Germany, and there are only four hundred fifty thousand of the sixteen million Americans who served in World War II left. Mm-hmm. So at this mm-hmm. museum, you know, they do have all these personal stories of just different recollections because people remember we fought in three fronts because you had the mm-hmm. Pacific Theater, mm-hmm. which was Vicious. Oh, I, I didn't realize that until yes. really seeing this. Mu- and island by island. Island by just, island. Just, and yeah. when you go into that part of the museum, the Pacific Theater, it's a jungle. And I think I said a little bit, you can hear water and sure, gunfire it's, it's and like the birds. It, yeah, it was really like 3D, like you 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 were there. And, um, um, and then, you know, I always think about my father-in-law who was a paratrooper with the 82nd airborne and he jumped on d-day and the paratroopers jumped at three in the morning behind the beaches um to set up communications mm-hmm. uh, behind the enemy lines but so i remember out of uh his name was raleigh duff out of um the 18 men on his plane three lived and that was pretty typical. Yeah. Jeez. Because they were jumping in the dark. In the they dark. were landing they were in trees. trees. They were lost. Right. Drowning. Yeah. Get, wow. Hurt upon landing. And then they had they all they had these little collapsible bikes. I mean, they actually mm-hmm. had a whole what these paratroopers jumped with. And it was Their incredible. pack was included in it? Yeah. Oh, and wow. they also had at the museum the Enigma, 
machine. They have one at the uh, uh, Museum oh, yeah. of War oh. in Paris, but the Enigma machine. Remember, we saw the Benedict mm-hmm. Cumberbatch. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, so it, it just... Uh, it, it it just was really really a moving thing, and uh, now I feel like I got to go up um, to Normandy in France, and I have to go to those beaches and just just see that. And I know there's veterans there. I know my f- former father in law. He jumped on the 40th anniversary. Of, I thought it was the it was the 40th. He jumped on the 40th. Mm-hmm. He jumped on the 50th, and then he oh. jumped on oh. VE Day in Russia, and his chute didn't open, and he died. Oh dear! All those oh, years wow. later, yeah. and oh. and. Uh, but yeah, uh, I we asked the guy when we were leaving to remind us again of how many Americans were lost in World War II, and uh, because it was the largest invasion by air, land, mm-hmm. and sea. Yes, and uh, four hundred and twenty thousand Americans, four hundred and fifty thousand British. Mm-hmm. Of course, the Soviet Union lost twenty five million, and China twenty million. Mm-hmm. In Germany, eight. It, it was. It's. 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 It lasted astou- three months. It's astounding, you mm-hmm. know, uh, uh, the the lives that that were, you know, lost and everything. Jeez. So yeah. So I saw there's some. If you go on USA Today or any of yeah. the coverage, you see some of these uh, these the quite elderly and they make their way, you know, to um, either Washington or today they go uh, to the coast of France. Mm-hmm. And- I remember asking my mom, who was in London at the time. Mm-hmm. Because my dad was in the British Army, and just real, real quickly, I said, "Did you? Did anybody know anything?" She mm-hmm. said, "No, we we had no idea what no. was happening. It was super there were a top lot secret. of troops." Yeah. And she said, "But that on D Day itself, hundreds and hundreds of planes started yes. going over, and then they realized something big is going yeah. on." And they also had a little yeah. thing about how the English people were really not too happy with all these. Soldiers yeah. in village. I mean, because they were everywhere. They were waiting for orders. They right, were practicing. Right, they were, right, right. You know, it was two years in the planning, and so they were just like, "Wow!" And I, I do think that there were a lot of Yanks who met a lot of British ladies, oh, yeah. and like such as your mom, you mm-hmm. know, and she had, had a little fling with a Canadian. That's right. She did. That's right. <laughs> and so, anyway, okay. So that is just a few things to know about uh, D Day, and again, highly recommend um, the World War II Museum and. New Orleans. Mm-hmm. All right, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of, and it's two Hollywood movies. Going in a ring like this, we can't, so I guess I'm going to have to leave. Please don't come after me. I just want to be alone right now. I don't really want to think it all. Go ahead, just drink it all. Both know you're going to call them on like nothing's wrong. Ain't that what you want to do? I feel like every time I talk to you, you're in an awful mood. What else can I offer you? Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. So we are obsessed that, uh, we've been obsessed that Ocean's 8 is opening uh, on Friday, June 8th. And yes. of course, uh, that's the Sandra Bullock star-studded heist movie. And then also the Stars Born trailer came out today. But let's start with Ocean's Okay, 8, let's, shall do we? It. let's do it. Uh, Donnie, if you could um, look up on Rotten Tomatoes. I know as of this morning, Rotten it was tomatoes. yeah, it was sitting at 79%. Oh, so it did get, because yesterday oh, it didn't good. have anything. Yeah, the New York Daily, where they might have been on an embargo, the New York Daily News. 78%. Gave, yeah, they gave it four out of five stars. Donnie posted the fashion from last night's premiere. Uh, premiere. Um, on a scale of one to ten, the New York Daily News said it's a nine. It is charmingly retro. Amazing score. Swinging score in the movie. Mm. And uh, Confidently Modern Girls, it's a hip heist mo- uh, movie with a few laughs and some lovely uh, fun. And on the red carpet last night, he didn't 
walk with her, but they came in the same car together, and he went in the theater and waited for her, Sandra Bullock. Who's brought, he? Sandra Bullock brought Brian Randall, oh. her beau. Oh. And, yeah, she's pretty. Yeah, so take a look at the fashion. I don't... She's kept it very low key with him, and they he didn't walk it, but they arrived hand in hand, and they are a great looking couple. There's just a little photo of the two of them getting out of the car, mm-hmm. but you know he's like the same age as she is yep. basically, and he's you know handsome. What, oh, he's handsome, and you know what I was happy about it. Remember how much Jesse James had to walk every carpet with her? It was about him. Mm -hmm. It was about him. Mm -hmm. He's the dude who doesn't mind waiting inside Mm -hmm. for her, his lady, Mm -hmm. to do her movie star business. He's cool with that. Mm -hmm. So he didn't walk the red carpet and... He's beautiful. Yeah. I, well, I, and I, so I love that. I loved that. He's in it to win it. He's in there for the long term because since Louis... The baby, mm-hmm. you know, Louis's like five or six now. He's eight. Is he that old? He's eight. He was, Louis was like four when Brian Randall, or they've Got only it. been dating a couple years. I feel like it's been more than that. I don't think and so. then, but since the daughter Layla has come, yeah, um, he's been there. He's been there, mm-hmm. and they got out of the car hand in hand. Cute, oh, cute, cute. And Rihanna wore a Givenchy, gorgeous trumpet dress i don't really know any other way to describe it it was just it's kind of amazing ruffles. yeah but doesn't it almost look like yes bells or it, it was, does it's really a stunning stunning color and she plays nine ball the computer whiz of the heist group and um so anyway she i i, I thought they they absolutely did not coordinate their look sarah paulson wore knee she wore a neon magic marker she did uh, basically, but a lime in feathers. Green one. In mm-hmm. feathers. It, she looked like, if anyone's been to the Chihuly Museum, <laughs> she looks like outside of the Chihuly Museum in the garden in Seattle, there's this huge glass tree that looked like her dress. Yeah. She looked like that tree. And when she stood next to um, Sandra Bullock, Sandra Bullock in, the in, pale, this, in the, her pale, pretty nude Versace dress, yeah. it was just like, was okay. Shocking. And Anne Hathaway wore Jean Paul Gaultier. Mm-hmm. So I guess he's back. But I'm this, excited to see her in a movie. We haven't seen her in anything in a long time, and I like she's her. She's stealing the movie, accordingly. I guess the two, well, I mean, I guess Kate Blanchett, uh, look out Ellen Barkin, because I guess Kate Blanchett is quite good in it, Sandra Bullock, and Anne Hathaway is getting a lot of applause for being this over-the-top society lady I who's in on the hype. And she's wearing a horrible dress, um, unless she's pregnant again. Ooh. Which she could be. Oh. This, this screams pregnancy oh. dress and her kid is like two or something. Mm-hmm. So she could be pregnant and maybe that's why, although she was uh, all the Ocean's 8 ladies were on. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. On uh, Today's show today, and she had on a fitted a fitted outfit, so I guess she's not pregnant. Mm-hmm. But Mindy Kaling, I want her always to wear this. Uh, she looks beautiful. Uh, this silhouette. It was just a structured bodice. It was really it's cool. She looked good. She looked really and good. And Helena Bonham Carter was somewhat conservative for her. But no, but, but she's in Vivian Westwood. She's long worn it. I bet you this Vivian Westwood was just this old thing she had in her closet. <laughs> she's still... She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Yeah. She really yeah. is. Yeah. So, she really is. Anyway, and now the big exciting thing. Yeah, the other big exciting oh. thing. Because that movie's tomorrow. We're going to walk. We're going we're gonna to see it. But the trailer, the trailer finally hit. Because uh, about a month ago, we got excited. We thought it was a trailer. And it was a still from A Star is Born with Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. And it was just a still. Mm-hmm. Just a photo. Mm-hmm. And we were, thought mm-hmm. it was the trailer. We're now... The trailer's out. That's posted on the My Talk page. And something about it is that um, this is the <sighs> third remake of A Star is Born, 1937, with it's who, the Danny? Fourth. It's, fourth. The it's the fourth, fourth. remake oh, of A Star is the Born. Third. No, it's the fourth. 37 was Janet Gaynor, Frederick March. Yep. 54 was Judy oh, Garland right. and James Mason, 1976, Barbara Streisand okay. and Chris Christopherson. And this website, Scary Mommy. Did not do their research. Well, why are you going to Scary Mommy <laughs> for your information? Well, the know? reason I was going there is because they talk about, and we'd wondered this, Bradley Cooper is singing and he sings live, and Lady Gaga insisted to star in this. She wants all the singing to be live. Well, And she doesn't want to work with the feedback, and he has a lovely voice. And, Let's listen. And here it is, Bradley Cooper. Maybe it's time to let the always There we go. It's he sounds all we got. like Gordon Lightfoot. Well, <laughs> did a that, bit. the movie yeah. has a distinctly country feel yes, this time around. Um, and uh, Jackson Maine is who Bradley Cooper plays. He's directing himself. He looks hot as hell. Oh, and Lady, Lady Gaga, Stephanie Germanata, looks she good. looks really good. But Sam Elliott is in it. Dave Chappelle, Andy, Andy Dice, Dice Clay. Clay. So it looks romantic, though. I'm excited. It, it looks really good. A Star is Born opens on October 5th. But this is our first look at the trailer and uh, Ocean's 8. Big thumbs up from everybody on that one. Take a look at the premiere pictures. If you like them, we come back. We're going to talk to Paula's Choice uh, Beautypedia. is the My Talk Now trending report. Interesting day on the World Wide Web. Web. Trending online this afternoon, it's Global Running Day. Also, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse trending. The first trailer for the animated adaptation of that title dropped today. The movie is in theaters in December. American Idol trending. The show's second season will stop in 20 season or cities excuse me, for auditions this summer. They're not stopping in Minnesota, but apparently you can send a video submission if you are over the age of 15 yeah. years old. How is it over now? What? Idol. No, there's a second season, Donnie. No, I didn't realize the first was over. Oh, Donnie. Bless your heart. Uh, um, Also, IHOP trending. The restaurant is changing its name to IHOB. The company says it won't tell us why until next week on June 11th. Trolling us! 
Well, of course they are, Donnie, but we're talking about them, and that means that it's working. All right, that's what's trying to hear in my talk. All right, here's your forecast. Clear sky, 60 tonight, sunny, 81 tomorrow. Right now, eh, clouds, let's call it that, and uh, 77 in my talk. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. Sometimes I feel like giving Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Well, about every six weeks or so, we usually talk to Desiree Stordahl from Paula's Choice and Beautypedia. But we have spoken with uh, her co-worker and co-star, Brian uh, Barron. How are you, Brian? Hi, Brian. Hi, ladies. I'm doing very well. Thank you. Good. Now, we understand Desiree had a baby. She actually, she didn't have a baby. She is going through the adoption process. So she and her husband are uh, in the process of adopting. Oh, fun. Well, that's having a baby in my book. Yeah. Uh, Well, yes. 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 Minus minus the stretch marks. Yeah, minus the stretch marks. (laughs) Okay, so Brian, we got got to talk to you. Summer is here. Uh, It's finally here. Uh, And, uh, you know, sunscreens, are they all created equal? Uh, you know, the answer to that is still no. However, they are much better than they used to be even five years ago. Really? So what you want to look for on the label, the, the new uh, SPF recommendation for medical boards around the world is minimum SPF 30. Uh, it's actually getting harder to find sunscreens that offer protection below that. Right. Yeah. Remember it used to have like you could 15. find six? Well, six you, you still can in like the tanning oils yeah. in Hawaiian Tropic, but like for for if you're being serious about sun protection, now it is now 30 is the minimum. Exactly. And another uh, another thing that people can look for when they're shopping for sunscreens uh, is, is the words broad spectrum on the label. And what that means is that the active ingredients in the sunscreen have been tested. And this is an FDA-specified, very specific and very expensive test that sunscreens go through to prove that their combination of active ingredients can shield your skin from both the UVA rays. Those are the rays that cause tanning. They penetrate deeper into skin. They're present Anytime you can see daylight, even on a cloudy day. I live in Michigan now, and I hear people say it all the time on, you know, oh, I don't need sunscreen except when the sun's out. Not true. If you can see daylight, your skin needs protection. That Got would be in, in that would be a good uh, bumper sticker for uh, the if people. If you can see daylight, yeah, for the skin cancer, uh, oh, you know, the organization or something. The scary, the scary thing is too is that you know, and and um, this is this is totally the time of year in the Midwest. You probably see it too. You get your first warm sunny day, and uh, the next day you see you know several people that have a sunburn because they just went you know full force, they're tired of the clouds and the cold, and yeah. they didn't put sunscreen on, or they didn't reapply. Right. Where do you think we forget to put sunscreen? Oh, um, you know, personally, and I, I, I kick myself every time because I know better, I forget to put it in the part of my hair. Yeah. Interesting. And mm-hmm. I'm not, I, I know the, con, the, 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 along with sunscreen, wearing broad-brimmed hats, protective clothing, seeking shade, those are all important tips. Yeah. I'm not a hat guy. Yeah. I just, I, I look bad in them and I hate what it does to my hair. Yeah. <laughs> but, I forget the back of my neck. 
That's that what you do. Not, that yep, that would be my that would be my number two spot. Another spot that people tend to forget, particularly if you're spending time on the beach, is to apply sunscreen to the tops of your feet. Oh, mm-hmm. there's nothing worse because there's if you burn the top worse. of your feet, you will oh, swell up the, so bad. Yep, the skin there is so thin. Any type of shoe you wear, even a flip flop, is going to hurt. Yep. Um, but what what people don't realize, uh, speaking of being on sand and, and the issue of reapplying sunscreen, is that when you you know dig your feet into the sand or go walking on the beach, the sand kind of serves as a bit of a scrub, and it right. literally abrades away that sunscreen layer that you put on. So if you are spending more time on a sandy beach, make sure you have that sunscreen with you and reapply it more often than you think you might need to to your feet. Because right. all you need to do is burn your feet once, and you never want to do it again. Yeah, Brian, does Beautypedia, do you guys have, because, I mean, the great thing about the sprays. Um, I love the sprays. I love the spray because you can get your you head, can get your head and your you can get the back of your neck. But is there any yeah. difference between a spray and the cream? There, there are um, some some brands of spray sunscreens like Kinesis, which is K I N E S Y S. They offer a lot of alcohol-free sunscreen sprays, which is great. Um, the major difference, though, they they all provide is the protection they state on the label yeah. if they're used as directed. So don't get caught up in lotions being better than creams for protection okay. or sprays. The the trick is. When you apply the spray sunscreen, people tend to apply those either too sheer, they're not putting enough on, mm-hmm. or if you're reapplying outside and you're, apply- and you're applying it downwind. Yes, it's all blowing well, away. It blows away. I see that all the time at the community pool. You know, yeah. mom's trying to touch up their kids' sunscreen, and, you know, sprays are great for kids because there's no rubbing and they, you know, kids are wiggly. Yeah. But you've got to watch how much of it is going off into the breeze. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you wow. might want to do it before you go outside. I know that's always that, that that's always recommended for your first apply. Mm-hmm. Be inside yeah, or somewhere. That is, that is critical. Sun research is clear that sun damage begins the first minute you step out the door. Mm-hmm. It so does. Waiting yeah. until you get to your destination to put that sunscreen on. I mean, better than not doing it at all. Yeah. But, you know, you just you just endured, what, 20, 30 minutes of daylight damage getting to where you want to be. Right. And, I, and a lot of people forget about it. You can get UV rays through your, in while driving. Your car, yeah. Right. So the, the UVA rays penetrate glass. That's why in a long car ride you don't get sunburned because the UVB rays are the sun's burning rays. Okay. Oh, we, this is educational. I know it. And do you have any brands that you recommend? I mean, how about like, you know, uh, like just do you like, you know, Target or Walgreens? How do you feel about those or so, how do they okay, all test? Okay, if we're talking, let's, let's separate this okay. into face and body. Okay. Because I think women in particular, and rightly so, are much more uh, picky about how a sunscreen feels on their face True. and how it works under makeup and whatnot. Yes, yes. The best sunscreen for your face is, I always say this, is one that you will look forward to using. Yeah, okay. Yes. So, um, let me, I have a, I have a few picks for, for the face that are um, between 20 and $65. They all contain broad spectrum protection. They all are lightweight, work well under makeup, and they contain uh, antioxidants and other replenishing ingredients. So, they definitely go beyond just being a sunscreen. Okay. Uh, one is from Clinique. It's their Pepstar UV protector, SPF 5050. <clears throat> that's, uh, that's about 1950. 
That has a um, kind of a sheer, really sheer peach tint to it. So if you're worried that the mineral sunscreens are going to go on a little bit too white and make you look chalky. Because mm-hmm. sometimes they do. do that. Okay. Right. And the same, the same is true for um, one from Murad, which is a dermatologist line. They have a product called City Skin Age Defense Mineral Sunscreen. Uh, it's the priciest one on this list today. It's $65. However... It has to be felt and experienced. It is a wonderful facial moisturizer with sunscreen, especially for sensitive skin. Yeah. It's even not a bad option if you have oily skin. But if you do have really, really oily skin, the last one on my list for the face is by a brand called Kula, C-O-O-L-A. Yes. And they have a product called Face SPF 30 Matte Finish that retails for around 36 It really does go on matte. So it's one of those All people right. that's like, every sunscreen is shiny. Give this a go. Otherwise, at the drugstore for the body, it doesn't make sense to spend big bucks on a right. body sunscreen. Uh, I love the Banana Boat Dry Balance line because it feels super light and they have some higher SPF. Okay. Copper Tones Clearly Sheer Whipped Sunscreen mm-hmm. actually comes out of a can kind of like a shaving cream. Oh, I've tried that and, and I like liked it? it. Yes. It's a, it's a really kind of an elegant technology, not the most you know sophisticated formula in terms of beneficial extras, mm-hmm. but what you really want for the body is that broad spectrum sun protection. You can get those great ingredients from your body cream and lotion at home. Yeah. Yeah, and then you know what the other one that uh, I, and I think Julia uses, but we also like the Neo Strata mm-hmm. for the face. But that is yep. a little bit more because um, that you get from the dermatologist. We get it from our Dr. Crutchfield, but it does have a little bit of a shine in it. Uh, so you have to let it. What do you recommend? Do you let it just? I just always wait about ten minutes before I put anything on over that. You could do that, or you could use um, um, like. Paula's Choice has a product that I swear by for my oily areas called Shine Stopper Instant Matte Finish. Oh, we need to and get normally that. Normally, we would say don't put anything on over your sunscreen, but uh-huh. because this type of a product, you can get it to work by just dabbing it into skin as opposed to rubbing it. Right. So if you do find that your sunscreen, the one that you love in every other respect, is just a little too shiny, get a product like that. Um, Beckham, uh, which is sold at Sephora, has a poreless primer type product that mm-hmm. works similarly. Um, you just dab it over the shine prone areas very gently. You do not want to rub off your sun protection. Okay. And then proceed with your makeup. Yeah. Okay, Brian, you just said something. If you're just joining us, we're talking sunscreen. You just said something that you don't want to put on anything over your sunscreen. Because I usually mix my sunscreen with a little bit of uh, base makeup. And put it on, and then I put, you know, blush and stuff over that. Okay. Um, <laughs> is that all found, wrong? If your foundation has sunscreen as well, because right. a lot of them do. Yes. Does yours? Yes. Then I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think no. that that's, you've got you want to mix a sunscreen product with a sunscreen makeup. Okay. Exactly. I, I don't think that's a problem unless doing so is causing you to skimp on application overall. Right. No. So for if now for your day to day stuff, if you're you know not really outdoors all that much, you're not sitting next to a big window all day long, you know you're really your your combined daylight exposure maybe is two hours. I think what you're doing is fine, but yeah. if you're going to be outside in the summer on a hot sunny oh, day, oh sure, yeah, I would I would definitely I always do like another couple layers because I'm sunburn prone and I want to avoid that at all costs. Do you think uh, you can just rub the sunscreen, just rub it right over your your lips, or do you need to do another thing, too, 
for putting SPF on your lips? Because I notice a lot of people, they put their sunscreen on it, but they don't do their lips. But, I mean, you your lips will burn. Exactly. Actually, lips are kind of the most unique area of skin on the body, and uh, they're absolutely vulnerable to sun damage. In fact, men get far more skin cancer. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. ...on the lips than women. And the theory behind that is that because a lot of women wear lipstick and right. that gives some amount of protection because of its opacity. Right. All right, so don't Um, forget your lips, people. You can put a regular sunscreen on your lips, or you can get, there's several companies make lip balm with sunscreen. Yeah. So don't forget your lips. And you could actually take that lip balm, like a chapstick style, and rub it over the tops of your ears if they're exposed. Oh, Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, that that's another spot. Oh, Brian, this has I been know. delightful to talk to you. I think we've done a public service today because it's cloudy, and I just know people are out there without their sunscreen Absolutely. on. And we thank you so much, and we recommend that people check out Paula's Choice and also Beautypedia.com because you guys are just a wonderful fountain of information, and you research everything. So we appreciate we that. We absolutely do, and thank you so much for having me on. Okay, thank talk you. to you later, Brian. All right, take care. Okay, bye-bye. When we come back, oh, yes, it is another anniversary today, and we're going to talk about it. Can we talk for a moment? Got these feelings that I'm tired of holding. Oh, there's Maroon 5, but that's not the song I'm waiting that I have to share with Julia. Girl Like You, I think is what it's called. Girl Like okay, I'll find Yeah, out Holly put it, she put it in the thing. We listened to it last Girl Thursday like and fell in love with it. Okay, I can't it's wait amazing. to hear it. All okay, right, good. So we're in love with... Uh, with ourselves. With ourselves. For a second, basically, yeah. Well, Thank yeah. you for filling in the blank, Julia. I just, Julia. So I just thought we yeah. would just yeah. throw just that it. out there. No, just... Because you got to love yourself for well, to love just you. yesterday, the Sex in the City uh, book, just kind of this woman, the woman who wrote Senf, uh, Seinfeldia, and that book was really basically about the Seinfeldian nation. What Universe. happened after that, yep. uh, how impactful Seinfeld was on the culture, and Sex in the City equally impactful and the the her book was so i know you didn't get a chance to read the whole thing but i mean i mean i finished on a a day i know you did one day right you drive me crazy i know but i couldn't put it down and i was up at burnside memorial weekend so i had time to read and fascinating and you know we got to tell her something that she didn't know even though it is in the sex in the city if you're one of the lucky people who have the pink leather bound book that they put out like i think on their five-year anniversary Mm -hmm. it was put out by hbo and sex in the city and our nipple episode not only is mentioned in there but also 
that, you know, Lori, Lori, you know, Bargini and her group of friends went to mm-hmm. Vegas. That whole little story was in there because we're the only story idea to make it onto the show outside of the writer's room. Apparently, we find out, you know, a couple years after we're on the radio that they got hundreds. Oh, a, a, as the show took off, all kinds of people, pitches, ideas, for product yeah. ideas, and yeah. all of this, and and it was just. And I told you, Julia, when you were busy being the CEO of coming up with our body perk nipple enhancer business, and we, you know, we put in money. We all put in money. You know, got a patent. Got a patent. I mean, and Julia did all the hard work. Seriously. People do not realize what a business Joey's genius that oh. way. People don't realize I that know because they don't. on the show, you know, you're like you don't know that, but you know how to run a business. And I would be the publicity person under any business that you wanted to mm-hmm. start because I am Can- horrible at everything but that. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm good at. And you, I remember one day you looked at me and we. Had to meet in your basement in, in Edina. Two once doors a week. down from where we're going to be broadcasting. With the engineer oh, who had to come up with the idea. And I mean, Julia, she is like, and you're, I mean, you were, you worked your butt off. And, 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 and so did our other partner. And I really was more like, well, Tell I went me to, when you're ready. I went to Vegas I and I came up ready. with the idea. You know, actually, and you go, I remember you looked at me one day and you said, you better have something really good up your sleeve because we don't have $1 for marketing. And I go, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get it on Sex in the City. <laughs> Show me <laughs> She did. No, I, I said, I'm she going did. to. And she looked at me and she said, you better. And I mean, thank goodness. I know. I know. So, so today, you know, um, if you go to the My Talk 1071 uh, homepage, we posted the, you know, the original part of the nipple episode, which if you look at the photo, this is featured almost all the time. It's the cover of the USA Today Life today section. Because today's the 20th, 20th anniversary, anniversary of that of show debut. Right. Yes. And so, and and if you want to watch, you know, the episode with the nipples, it was nipples and butt licking. So it was yeah, baby it, talk it, is cheap. I remember. I call it booty licking just because. But <laughs> yes, there were better. always every Sex in the City episode. And Jessica, who we had on yesterday, said every episode had three little storylines story going on. Yes. So three of the four uh, women would have a storyline going on. And ours were nipple, booty licking, and... I don't know the third one. I can't remember either because the booty licking was so um, shocking. Mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. And I, you know, I remember... And it was after Miranda would go running and the guy wanted to get down and dirty after running. and Sweaty butt. Sweaty butt. Yeah, sweaty butt love. Mm-hmm. Which, you know... Which, you know, whatever. It's become so much more popular to <laughs> Yes, later. So in in the USA Today thing today, they have, um, we just tweeted out at Laura Julia, Sex and the City, the 20 biggest celebrity cameos that you might have missed. But the reason why they use that photo, which is the opening scene when Samantha, the girls are at their favorite stand-up bar. bar where they would have Cosmos. So the the two most iconic places where they filmed were was always this one regular bar that they went to. Mm-hmm. And then also that one place they had brunch. Oh, yeah. Okay, that same cafe. Mm -hmm. So, but they like showing the four, and it's that, the still from season four, episode six, when Samantha is, yeah, like leaning in, girls, I got something in the mail today. Because remember, she's a publicist on the show. You're never going to believe it, rubber nipples. And then they have kind of this witty repartee, and then it ends up that Miranda 
Well, we, Samantha wants to wear them, and, and Carrie says, "No, you're a bad example. You're kind of a you're a man magnet anyway. Anyway, let let Miranda wear them, and then Miranda puts them on, and they look, of course, fantastic because she had the mm-hmm. right top on, and she got the immediate reaction. And then Samantha's like, "Give me back my nipples. It's hysterical. It is. It's good, and that's all posted. So a couple other things yeah, that we I, learn I, about that, it. I do love that they always use that because they're they're like the it's the ultimate girlfriend lean in. I'm gonna we're gonna talk about something i mean you probably did it a hundred times last weekend with your girlfriends yeah because you can't hear so everyone come here you're at a bar okay i got something right it is mm -hmm. it really is there's um you know since the series started um there are a couple facts that just came out today you know about you know their addresses were never real None of those addresses exist. Yeah, and I think all of these stories, Julia, might Are be from getting cited from the book. Okay, really? Because in her book, she has a whole chapter about all of the people, that famous people, that had one, they were just on one episode. Right. So like, I, give us so an example. Have, all right, yeah. so an example would be Carrie Fisher. Two Carries Unite in Season 3, Episode Sex in Another City. But it wasn't under pleasant circumstances when Carrie go visits L.A., remember? Mm-hmm. She runs into Carrie Fisher playing herself, who's not so pleased to find that Carrie came into her bed with her personal assistant house sitter. <laughs> so Carrie goes home with a guy. Yeah. Vince Vaughn. Was uh, it McConaughey? Matthew McConaughey. Um, in the Los it? Angeles <laughs> episode, appearing off screen as himself. When Carrie goes to talk about turning her column into a movie. Yeah. Um, Oh gosh! Oh, Sarah Mike, Donald go. Trump was on it. Bradley Cooper, Justin. That's Thoreau. the one 